podcasting from a town called Manalapan, New Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy, a podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I am your host, Danny Rongo, and yes, I am that oneness guy. As an author, a singer-songwriter, and a podcaster, I continue to share my unique message of oneness. So as I always like to say, let's get right into podcasting. Moving right along here in uh, season number five here, I want to continue with a trend that I had last season. Um, as you recall, I'm, I've been blessed to either know certain individuals or got to know them through similar shared passions uh, or on social media. But the folks that I had the privilege to interview last season were all very, very special in their own right. These humanitarians, as I like to call them, all share their passion and insight as either social media influencers, radio hosts, holistic advocates, charitable organizations, and fellow spiritual and inspirational authors. These individuals are taking measures to help society, to help me, to help you, to help our world in general, and to add awareness to the constant rise in oneness that we're all getting to witness and experience firsthand. Now, they accomplish this through their words, their message, and their actions. And my guest for this latest episode falls perfectly into those categories. Before I introduce you to her, let me tell you a little about Anne Denish. Residing at the Jersey Shore, this single mom, writer, published author, and journalist, finds her greatest inspiration for writing at the water's edge. She is also a songwriter, a radio talk show host, and a breast cancer survivor, mentoring other women and their families battling this disease. She's a big dreamer whose mantra is dream big and make it happen. Anything and everything is possible if you have faith in yourself and in your dream. Her books include Waking Up, Lessons Learned Through My Adventures with Life and Breast Cancer, My Collective Soul, Things I Know Without Knowing Why, and her most recent book, Each Breath Along the Journey. Diane goes on to say, I can accept whatever life hands me as long as I learn something from it and can do something positive with it for someone else. It's time to make a difference and we could make that difference together. And to that, I say, hallelujah. <laughs> so my friends in oneness, please say hello to my fellow Jersey Shore advocate and friend, the inspirational and motivational author, Miss Ann Denish. Hello, Ann. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast. I am thrilled and so very grateful that we met. It's amazing how the universe works and brings people, like-minded people together. It's amazing to me. Well, it's like I said, uh, you know, since I started following you, everything just seemed to resonate with me. And that's what obviously I was attracted to. And your words are, are inspiring, uh, Everything you put out has a positive connotation about it. And more importantly, you're always looking to help people. And also that ties right into you know, everything that I talk about, especially oneness when we're here 
to really, you know, give, give from our heart, to give from our natural source, to give from our being, you know what I mean? It's, it, it's about, it's about giving. It's not about what it we is. are, what we do. You know, so I was naturally attracted to all that you represent and it was just fun. Yeah. Because as I was starting to put together my like guests for my season five here, um, I just happened to get up, you know, cause I'm up at like four, four thirty in the morning before <laughs> I go to my school. And, you know, like I always look through my Instagram first and I just saw one of your posts and I was looking through it. And again, it just resonated with the Jersey Shore. And for my friends out there who do not know, I was raised on the Jersey Shore as well, too. That's why you see me reference it often in some of my images and and resides on the beautiful Jersey Shore. So we have that much in common, too. Um, so I wanted to have you on the show. I'm excited about it. Um, as we spoke about briefly the other night, we have a great chat. So with that said, my friend, why don't you tell my listeners a little about your story and how you came to find this inspiration within you that you want to share with with your you know readers and followers and everybody too. So tell us a little sure. about yourself there, my friend. Well, like I, I had spoken with you before, I've been writing since I was a kid. Um, I went on, you know, writing through college, writing through high school. Mm-hmm. And I got married, had five children. And the, the marriage ended after 20 years of divorce and, or 20 years of marriage. And I think it's then I started really writing. I mean, with five kids, there's not enough hours in the day to write, but I would still write short stories. I journaled, I did all of those things and life just started happening. Divorce was not a pleasant experience to have gone through. Being a single parent was difficult, but I kept writing everything, everything I felt. I didn't sugarcoat anything. And you know, next thing I knew, I was writing a book. And, you know, when you talk about emotional abuse and some of that stemmed from way back when, and, you know, I think the biggest thing for me was breast cancer. Um, happy to say I'll be an eight-year survivor on the 21st of this month. God bless but you. I know, I know, thank God. <laughs> but I think I just... I had such a difficult time coming out of a 20 year marriage. I wish there had been someone to speak to. I wish there had been a shoulder to cry on. I wish there had been someone to understand. And I guess right there and then from that, going to breast cancer, raising kids in a difficult situation. How I just far thought, after it was it, Anne, from your you know divorce to your diagnosis? Was it a long gap in between or was yes, it? There was a long, yeah, there was a long gap because I got, di- I, gosh, I, I think I was divorced in 2006 and my diagnosis came in 2013 is when that happened. But I think I just thought I have nothing to lose. The more we talk and share our stories with people, strangers, people we know, the more they feel less alone. Because I know when I started really writing and just putting my life out there on my social media, strangers would come up and leave comments like, oh my gosh, you said exactly what I was feeling. And oh, thank you for writing that. I've gone through the same thing. And as it started to progress, I thought this is the way to do it. I I want to go out in the world and no matter what kind of day I have, and sometimes you'll see me write, I'm having a bad day. I feel like crying all day today. And I don't know why, but I try to, and I tried to instill this in my kids, a lot of things, not so good things will happen in your lifetime. The key is to justify the not so good days. There's a reason that they're happening. And even with breast cancer, I think I cried twice. The day of my diagnosis, I cried. Mm -hmm. Although I somehow knew 
that that's what it was. But I was never angry and I made a deal with my cancer. I, I remember laying in bed with my hand over my tumor saying, okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go through my treatment. I'm not going to bother you. I don't want you to bother me, but this is going to end in a few months. And I don't mind having you here in my body for as long as it takes to get rid of you, but you better do something positive for me or teach me something about myself that I can wow. go out and make a positive impact. I do not want to have cancer and have it had been for no reason at all. And that was, it's kind of where waking up was born from. Wow. So that was yeah. just my feeling. I, I think when I talk to people, they're like, oh my God, you've gone through so much in your life. I'm like, you know, you can't let it get you. I mean, it does. I'm not saying I'm perfect that, you know, some days don't get to me more than others, but, you know, first and foremost, find your funny, make the best of whatever you're going through. And, you know, it won't be like this forever, just for today. And I used to tell that to my kids, it's this too shall pass. And I'm not going to say cancer was a blessing in disguise. It was something that I'm grateful that I had. I'm grateful that I lived through it. I'm grateful for every single thing it taught me and all these amazing people that I met throughout the journey with it. Wow. Great, great story. And, and isn't it the truth that we find in so many so many instances that, that it takes something of, dare I call it like a wake up moment or an aha moment that usually, <laughs> um, I don't want to say forces somebody to do something more giving right. from, from like, you that, know, a, a holistic point. But, um, I sense that in so many people that I, that I've been speaking to. And obviously now, uh, cause as I've told you, and as my as my friends out there know that I'm going through something similar to from my own diagnosis just this past September. But, uh, you know, I too have found that, that inner calling not to, um, sit with it alone. I, I want to share it. And, and, uh, and it's about knowing that I may be able to help someone else. Just like what you said, when you hear people coming to you, you know, just like, even if it's just a reply, to a right. post or a tweet or something along those lines, you're like, you're, you're touching people. Mm -hmm. and, and especially in a time now when we need it more than ever, because now it seems like, especially over the last two years, what we oh, yeah. grew on the planet is that everyone had to go, you know, and just like almost hibernate to a degree. I know. So everyone and everyone's staying to themselves. No one's, no one was expressing, nobody was congregating, nope. uh, especially during like the lockout periods and stuff like that or the lockdown periods, I should say, you know, but to see something like this from you, man, is, um, it's just, it's just, uh, touching and it's, and it's inspiring. It's inspiring. Thank you. Well, see, now, you know, where the title of waking up came from. I was, yeah. I was keeping a breast cancer journal all throughout it. I didn't post it publicly or anything. It was my own personal journal. Okay. And I remember it was my last day of radiation and the nurse said to me, so, what do you think of this whole experience? What did you learn? And I said, well, I'll tell you what, it was such a waking up for me. And I thought there it is because <laughs> it does. It certain situations can wake you up if you, and if you have to let it, you can't, there's so many things in this world that we can just curl up in a ball and say, forget it. It's never going to happen. I'll never get well this, you know, this won't go my way. I don't believe in that. I always say ah. people I'm, I'm living proof that I've been knocked down so many times. I'll tell you what, 
I'm going to get up every time. It may take a little while. And, you know, even breast cancer, my one son had said to me, you made it look like nothing more than having a cold. And I thought, because that's how I wanted it to look. And that's how you approach it because we all have choices in life. We have choices on how we're going to live our lives. Mm -hmm. And yet by no means would I say anything again, because I'm going through it. Uh, a similar, a similar, uh, you know, case myself. So there's no way that I would say something like this isn't, isn't scary. It isn't intimidating because it is, but again, oh, yeah. choices on how we choose to live our days and live our lives. You could look at it and say, you know, like you said, why me? This sucks, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Or you can say, hey, you know, I'm I'm from the premise and that I say there's there's no accidents in a perfect universe. That's something that my guru taught uh, Wayne Dyer oh, yeah. decades ago. No accidents in a perfect universe. So if this is part of this divine plan, if this is, you know, so it it happened to you, it happened to me for specific reasons. And I think those like reasons are exactly what we're doing now. You're teaching it about it. I'm teaching about it. We're talking about it. We're spreading. We're trying to help other individuals, but it, it still comes down to how we choose to live our lives. And if people mm-hmm. can get behind that positivity, like you said, to address it in the way that you did it helps. It, like, like I say, life is a mindset. Everything begins with you where yeah. your head is can affect your whole life. I know when I was going through my treatment for breast cancer, there were some people I saw there where I thought, oh my gosh, just let me talk to you. Just let me tell you how to get a better mindset. But you're right. Everybody has a choice. We always have a choice. I didn't have a choice to have cancer, but I had a choice to go through it the best I could. I had children that were watching me every single day to see if their mom was okay. And I thought, nah, this is nah, you know, and I know there are a lot of people that don't come out as well as I did. And I know that. And but there are people that I think if they know going in and I don't call it like you and I talked about, I do not call it a battle. I didn't call it, you know, a battle with cancer. Great, it was my journey. Great, it was my journey point. with cancer yeah. because cancer doesn't hate you. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's no. screwy cells, you know, and it's, how, it's, how it's can part you be of angry? our bodies. How can, how can really anything in our body be, you know, wrong? It's again, to me, uh, implying judgment doesn't doesn't serve anything so i don't really call anything right or wrong i look at uh the world and 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 life in it as you know i would say life just is it's not right or wrong it just is and just from doing that it it immediately takes some of the load off you because it takes some of the pressure out Mm -hmm. of our lives by acceptance that's to me that's what i call acceptance when we know that okay i don't have to agree with everything in life but acceptance to me, to me means that we see it through the eyes of oneness. And that's absolutely. So that's why I don't look at my case as a battle, as a fight, something else that, that Dr. Dyer taught me years ago, he said, anything that we fight weakens you and anything that we're for empowers you. So he put it so simply, he said, don't be in the fight against drugs per se before a drugless <laughs> society. You see, just by spinning the words, and you see how I know the book. I know the book you're talking completely. about. I read yeah. those books. Yeah, mm-hmm. it changes the you know, like it changes the narrative instantly. So you weren't battling or fighting your cancer. 
you were for yourself getting beyond it. Because I always feel like that negative emotions, it's just, you know, negative emotions breed negative energy. And I, I I did not love having cancer. I will not say I loved having it, but I had to make the best of it while I had it. And for me to have been angry at something that didn't pick me on purpose, it just happened. I didn't want to be angry. I didn't want a negative emotion. I, you know, certainly had days where I wish I didn't have it, but I thought, you know, and you and I also spoke about prior to this, that when you get that diagnosis, you think there goes my life. That's it. When, when for me, the whole thing was like less than a year and a half. And I thought, what a glitch in time. I was so worried that that's the rest of my life. It was a glitch in time that I had to change my, my way of thinking, accept something that scared me the first moment they told me I had it. But I thought, well, the fear is not going to help it's here. So what's the best way we're going to get through this? What's the best way for treatment to go through it? What's the best way to handle the kids? You know, what's the best way for me to be able to get up in the morning and every morning and say, okay, this is another day that that tumor is shrinking. It's another day closer to it's going to be gone. So let me ask you something too. How do you feel when you get the opportunity to speak with other women who were going through what you went through? What does that feel like to you to know that you're inspiring them, offering them hope, offering them insight? That's got to be, that's got to make you feel great, I would think. It makes me feel great in the sense that I didn't have cancer for nothing. It wasn't for nothing. It was for something bigger than the cancer itself was you know, for different women to, you know, that I became friends through social media. Someone said, could you, you know, can you just talk to my friend? Can you this, you know, they're my soul sisters. That's what we call each other. You know, we all got through it. And when they say to me, you know, just the way you spoke, you gave me a different perspective. It means the world to me because it's exactly the deal I made with that cancer, make something good come out of it and let me do something with it to help other people. That was the biggest point of my going public with my diagnosis. I said, I said to my wife, uh, you know, if there's, if there's one person that, that I can help, you know, how I'm going through my journey, if I could inspire them or if I could offer them insight, it'll, it'll be worth it. It absolutely is. It, it does. And it seems to take the burden off of the person having the cancer. It, It lightens the burden. It's almost therapeutic that even though you're going through it or you just got over it, you have the ability because, you know, I've often said you can't really once since I had cancer, I didn't mind talking to people with cancer because they could have a million people in a support system. Unless you've gone through it, unless you've had that experience, you don't exactly know. Oh, so of course. Of course. I was, I was grateful that I could take an experience like that and, and yeah. help some people because, you know, like, like I do now my eight year anniversary is coming up. I have a checkup the day after it, I usually, if COVID allows, I usually go up with, with either copies of my latest book, or I go up with a big bouquet of flowers and I visit the women in getting their treatment and give them a flower just to say, listen, I'm eight years. My hair grew back. Look, see, you can do it. You can do it. And just to, because someone did that when I was going through treatment and it meant the world to me. I thought, yeah, well, you see somebody come out on the other side. That's an inspiration in itself you know, and I'm just doing, you know, average girl trying to do what she can do. Yeah. That's wonderful. 
Listen, I want to move right along here. Um, I was intrigued about about the title of your of your second book. Um, so I wanted you to tell me, tell my friends and listeners too, what's the message you want readers to take away from uh, your book, My Collective Soul? Give us some insight about that. It was more about intuition because there are a lot of times very intuitive. I've always been very intuitive, oh, and people will say to me sometimes I'll just say something without knowing why I say it. And within a day or two, or even that night, there, there's the reason I said it. And I said, it's, it's kind of an intuition thing, things I know without knowing why there's a lot of things I know. I don't know how I know them, you know, in time I will, but it's about intuition. It's um, a series of short stories, very similar. Well, waking up is a little different, but all three of those books of mine are short stories about parenting, divorce, cancer, um, abuse, dreams. I mean, I just locked into every facet of life. So every book has something for everybody and they're all done in short stories. Um, so so it's not the, a, is the message to encourage, encourage the reader oh gosh, to, the message to, is to the intuition? Absolutely. And, and the message is to kind of tell people, and I believe everybody has intuition. I think some people Absolutely. are, they're afraid of it. They feel like, oh no, you know, I knew something no, no, or I no, felt no. something coming. Hopefully all my listeners out there know that, uh, you know, what, <laughs> what it is. And like what we call intuition here, it's, 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 it's simple. You know, we like to say that when we speak to God, it's called prayer. But when God responds back, that's intuition. That's I believe going. that with, I believe that with all my heart. Yep. And that's why I think some people are afraid of it. They don't like the answer. They don't like how they're feeling. They don't want know what message is coming through. But I'll tell you on the rare occasions, I don't follow that intuition. I'm sorry I didn't. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And, and it could be from the smallest of things, like you're driving somewhere and something tells you to take like a, you know, like an earlier exit than you, than you normally would. And you go, that's not my exit. I'm not going to take that. But then you keep going and then you're stuck like in a bumper to bumper traffic thing for it's your next. True. I, I do mean, that I, all the time. That's I why do that I'm all being the time. told to get off that exit. But <laughs> the thing that I love about intuition is that it helps me to, re- it helps me reconfirm that we're energy because yeah. intuition is a gut feeling. People say, follow your gut because you feel it. Mm-hmm. That's actually what it is. And that's what blows me away about intuition. It's, it is, it proves that we're energy because you actually feel it. You feel yourself. You're saying, what is, what is this? Something right now. It's, it, right is, now. it is a gut feeling and, it, and it'll it's, steer you always in your, always in the direction of your higher source because your intuitive, your intuitive feelings are always going to put you in a, back in alignment. That's exactly. what a lot of people have to remember. Exactly. And part of the things I know without knowing why sometimes I'm sure you've felt it too, you'll meet somebody and they might be the nicest person in the world, nothing foreseeably wrong, but you get this gut feeling like, I don't know, something is off, something is off. And it might take months to find out, but then you have that moment, your waking up moment where you go, I knew it. I knew something was off. I couldn't, wasn't a judgment. I just, you're feeling their energy. And that's where things I know without knowing why, I don't know why I don't want to be around a certain person. Sometimes I don't know the exact reason why, but I, I have faith that eventually um, it will be revealed to me why I felt that way. Oh, and it, yeah. it always is. It always is. It's fine too. Cause Andrea, my wife and I, uh, sometimes we can, you know, cause she's, she's just 
as entombed as me, if not more so in so many ways. But there's times when like the two of us could be at a gathering or at a party or at a bar mm-hmm. or whatever, at a public place. And sometimes when someone walks in, you just feel the energy either lift, either drop or get raped yep. by whoever's walking in sometimes. And exactly. we've had examples of both sides. Like sometimes, like when someone walks in, you go, wow, there's something about this person. And you just feel the, you know, the whole room lift up. And then there's the other side when someone walks in and goes, this isn't, this isn't good. <laughs> no, that's the, I always say that's when the hair on my arms is standing up. This is not good. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the truth, right? You know, because you get these vibrations, you get these feelings and it's, and it's your intuitive nature. It's your higher source talking to you, giving you a message. And that's why it's mm-hmm. so perfect to put it in those terms. Like that's your God. Again, I don't like to pinpoint w- what your spirit or entity is. I, I, you know, I use God because it's the most recognizable word, but your higher source mm-hmm. is talking to you in that time and space. That's why we should always, my friends, pay attention to your, <laughs> to your intuition. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Not really. Um, and then also, uh, each breath along the journey. Loving that title as well, too, my friend. Thank you. I actually shot um, that cover in Bradley Beach on the beach. I was taking my son to work and coming back that way because he worked in Asbury Park. And I'm like, oh, there's a new little section because I was more of a Belmar Spring Lake girl. That's where we hung out. And it, I used that for the cover. And as I looked at the cover and all the stories in there, I, I thought, you know, life is a series of breaths along the journey. I mean, it's just, in fact, I'm just looking through my book now just to see, I know I wrote something in the beginning of it. Um, just about, I wrote, always be grateful for every day that you were gifted to have on this earth and know that you were blessed with each breath along the journey. That's where that came from, that each breath we take, we take for granted. Let's face it. We're going through work. We're doing this. We're doing that. You don't stop to think sometimes. I mean, I, I wake up when my eyes open in the morning, I'm grateful and I'm grateful for that breath and everything. And I do view life as a journey. It's a journey of ups and downs, changes. We're getting older along the line, you know, and that's where the title came from. I just envisioned life as a breath of the, you know, like people say a breath of fresh air. Well, this is the journey. It's a lot of different breaths along the way. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, I agree. And it's uh, sometimes like when people go through what you went through and again, what I'm going through, uh, it, it like makes those breaths along the way that much more meaningful. I know Absolutely. that, you know, I've, I've always highly regarded every day here, but now, honestly, over the last five months, now that I'm into my journey, even more so, mm-hmm. uh, because like my whole life is, has been changed, uh, obviously. And, and it's not just my life. It's my wife's life too. Uh, right. We're right. partners in this. So it changed our life uh, drastically uh, from the foods we eat now, because as I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm treating this through homeopathy and everything holistic that I've been practicing for years. Uh, so it's, and, and, and it's been a change, especially the diet, as you can see, I'm real skinny right now. See, <laughs> but uh, yeah, especially if my friends out there say, Dan, you do look a little light there. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm down about 23 pounds, my friends out there. There so, you go. Uh, 
you know, like when you watch the YouTube version of this, you'll be able to say, damn, Dan, you did lose some weight. <laughs> yeah. But uh, honestly, I feel great. Um, I never, I never felt better. I'm strong. I'm at the gym. I'm doing everything that I want to do with my throat, especially singing. As I mentioned to you, Andy, the other day, so I'm still singing, mm-hmm. I'm still teaching, and I'm still hosting this podcast, which I need my throat and my voice for. But uh, everything's working. But again, getting getting back to the point, it's about recognizing these these opportunities to be to be grateful for everything. And I am so grateful for the fact that because I chose a a specific you know path that I'm still able to do what I love to do. And I'm mm-hmm. blessed and I do not take that for granted. And in, in my prayers and in my meditation, I give thanks every day. But um, yeah, you know, I agree with what you said 100% about you got to take those moments. Got to take those yeah. moments. I know. Life, life is a strange thing. And after the last couple of years, what this entire world has been through. Exactly. I mean, great, great point, especially in light of what we've been going through. Oh. You know, how do you not take some time to get in touch with nature. You know what I mean? Like Anne and I are blessed, my friends here to be, you know, like on the Jersey shore. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are. Such a beautiful thing. And for my dear friends out in the UK who are watching this right now and listening, um, just Google the Jersey shore and you'll get images of just so, so much beauty. It, it, it's, it's tough. And like, I'm not saying that I've been everywhere in the world and, but I've, I've been to an awful lot of, beaches around the world and especially here in the States. And, you know, like Andrea, my wife says the same thing. You can't beat the Jersey shore when it comes to that shore life, that shore atmosphere. Our I know. Beaches. I you know. Really can't. It is beautiful. It really is. It, it is. I, that's why I call it my happy place that, and ah. there was, there was another little section in shark river Hills, uh, which was on the shark river. It was like, I used to go down there and walk and it was, was not the ocean, but that's actually where I shot the cover of waking up was down there at a sunrise. And it was beautiful in its own right. I mean, it was two different things. Ocean's a little rougher, the river's a little softer, but talk about a happy place. That was where I went to think, to just go down and, and breathe, <laughs> take a breath along the journey. <laughs> I'd go to the beach or somewhere on my happy place, one of them. Yeah, wonderful. So um, I am going to ask you like in a little bit regarding all of your sites and stuff like that. But one thing that I've been uh, captivated of yours by is, is because first of all, I don't know where you find the time to do it because I know you're as busy <laughs> as I am, but you blog an awful lot. And what's your inspiration? Is it, is it the first thing that hits you to like put, put something down to paper, like pen to paper, as they say, and yeah, or, a lot of times thought about it or Tell, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit of your blogs. And folks, I am going to tell you where to find Anna. So it just so just sit tight with that for a second. A lot of it's based on my days. I mean, if I'm having a good day, I'll write about it. I just wrote a story about this last night about banana bread with my my child. <laughs> because he asked me for the rest. And it just brought back such a memory of them when they were little because I used to say. Did you make that actual bread in the picture, though? No, I wish mine does look very similar. I, 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 that that really good. I didn't have time last night yeah. to do that, okay. but it's, I think I talk a lot about my life experiences. If I'm having a bad day or if something crosses my mind, I'll jot it down. And it's either, I used to be a five o'clock in the morning writer when I wasn't working full mm-hmm. time. Now it's a little later in the day that I write, but 
it, it could be a stranger that I meet on, well, the lady on the corner I wrote about the other night in Asbury Park. I'm like, look at this woman. She's out there, you know, taking pictures slanted because that's what she does. She had a certain thing. She's out meeting people and I recognize her from social media. So I think my blogs all come from a, a culmination of every experience I've been through in my life. And if I see somebody being unkind to somebody in the world, it strikes a nerve, a uh, little bit of a trigger, and I'll write about it, you know, about kindness. You know, I write about kindness all the time because I don't think it takes much to be kind. It frustrates uh, me. Everyone that I read has an, has an overtone of, of caring, of kindness, yeah. you know, so... I, I, and, and I try to, it's, and I think some of my writing too, is to get a point across to people. Words matter. You can't take them back. When you say something negative to somebody or something nasty, yeah. I, for one, know that even if they're a nice person and good, you always somehow, our hearts remember the bad stuff because it hurt, oh, you know? And I've told my kids with the online presence that, you know, like once it's out there, it's done man so i try to write really positive things and yeah. you know just it's just it's all born out of every day i mean i have people are like i'll be out with them i'll so great now i'm going to end up on one of your your posts your blog like well you know you meet all these people of course you you learn different things from people and i write about it you know that's a wonderful trait to have that's wonderful thank you thank you so, so my friend, it's, it's at about this time of, of every uh, interview where I kind of like to put my guests on the proverbial spot. So, <laughs> okay. I want to It's simple. It's simple. I ask each guest the same question uh, because it resonates with my listeners. It resonates with me and it resonates with the world. So I'm going to ask you this question and you can answer it any way you want in one word or in a hundred words. I don't care. It's up to you. Okay. okay. And the question is this, Anne. Why oneness? Because everything begins with oneness. Mm. That's how I perceive it. I am one person. You are one person. This is my oneness. And if I can't kick out all the good stuff from my oneness, nothing's going to change. Nice. Nice. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. So, um, right now, what I want you to do is because I'm going to be sharing this in the description of this podcast, and I'm going to also put it when we do the YouTube version of this, it'll be coming across the bottom of the screen here, as my friends know. Tell my friends and my listeners and where they can find more about you, uh, website, social media, tell them where like, they can find you. Um, I'm on, I'm on Facebook as Ann Denish. I have an Instagram account, which is Ann Denish and underscore Denish. Um, my blog, my website, and that's andenish.com. And I'm trying to think where else I am. Oh, I'm also on SoundCloud under Ann Denish. Um, I recorded 14 songs um, from my book, Waking Up. They're on SoundCloud. Some of my podcasts are on SoundCloud. I also have YouTube and Danish. Um, some of my internet radio shows are recorded on there and things I was doing because when COVID was around, I was trying to keep people calm at night. So I was trying to do bedtime stories where I would read different stories out of my book and in an even tone voice, trying to make the world a calmer place during the initial lockdown. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I th- think that's about it. SoundCloud, YouTube. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Like I said, I'm going to be sharing all of this. It's going to be on the description of this podcast. So everyone tunes in based on wherever they're, whatever platform that they're using, whatever site they're using, they'll be able to see it. But um, my friend, you are, like I said before, you're a rock star, man. You know, Thank you. I Jersey think you are proud. too, Danny. Jersey Shore <laughs> proud, not just Jersey proud, Jersey Shore proud, which is Thank really you. the bomb nowadays. And, you know, in fact, Andrew and I can't, can't wait till the weather warms up. We start running down to Seagirt. Seagirt's our jam. We just love Seagirt. We always go there oh. this spring, summer, fall. We like to just get down there and just walk and just sit. But that's a beautiful It's a beautiful beach. beach. It's a but, beautiful um, beach. Oh, yeah. But listen, I want to thank you. It's been a pleasure getting getting to know you. And uh, I'm sure this is just the start of our relationship because we'll be following each other and sharing each other's success. I think it's awesome. And I can't thank you enough for contacting me with that beautiful message through Instagram. It was like divine intervention. Yeah. As I told you the night before, I was sitting there going, man, I would love to be on a podcast. I'd like (laughs) to get the word out there. And I woke up to your message and I was like, Thank you. <laughs> I just took nah, a look straight played, up. Thank played. you so much. <laughs> totally, totally my pleasure. But thank you again. And I want to thank you, my friends, again, for listening to that Oneness Guy podcast. This has been episode number 42, an interview with inspirational and motivational author Ann Denish. If you've liked what you've been listening to. Thank you so to, much, Danny. Oh, please. No problem. If, <laughs> if you like what you've been listening to, please take a moment to subscribe to this feed. You can find that Oneness Guy podcast on any and all of your favorite podcasting sites, apps, and smart home devices. You can also find that Oneness Guy on, I'm on Facebook, as you know, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search for that Oneness Guy. And I like to uh, say for my YouTube friends out there, please subscribe to my channel. That includes uh, these podcasts, uh, my vlogs, and all of my uh, many music videos, interviews, and performances. So please do subscribe. All you got to do is just search for that oneness guy and or me, Danny Rongo, and, and, you, and you'll find all my stuff. You can find my books, uh, I Am God, and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, and The Ways of Oneness Helping to Navigate Life. Both are on Amazon. So I say, please visit Amazon.com and just search for Danny Rongo and you'll find them. And finally, please stay in touch with all things oneness on my websites, which are that onenessguy.com and also dannyrongo.com. And I have a special thing for you, for my new friends out there. To start off this new year, I have a gift for you. If you'd like, um, please go to uh, that onenessguy.com. Just sign up, give me your email and then shoot me your mailing address And I have, as you can hopefully see right here, these oneness wristbands. I have a bunch of them, like a couple hundred. So if you'd like one, I'd be more than happy to send you one. Just sign up for that at that oneness guy and give me your mailing address and I'll be happy to send you one. So uh, for now, again, this is Danny Rongo. I am that oneness guy. Please look out for my next show and know that as always, I send you Peace, love, light, and continued oneness. Namaste.